0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Vile Files. I'm your host, Nick, and I am joined by uh, Allie and Amanda. And we have a very special guest with us today. The wonderfully funny Amanda Hirsch, also known as Not Skinny But Not Fat, Instagram and podcast. Did I get that all right? You did. You did, Nick. Thank you. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you for having me. Uh, Good to have you. Uh, We have a a great episode for you uh, before we get into all things Bachelor Nation and hometowns. Be sure to keep listening after this episode for a fantastic interview with the one and only Charlie Jordan. Uh, A fascinating woman of uh, really interesting background, talking about growing up in a Mormon family and then becoming a... DJ. World famous DJ Sensation. and swimsuit model yeah. and just a woman of many talents and skills and very fascinating person. Really enjoyed my conversation yeah. with, uh, with Charlie. So keep listening unless you're listening to this like Tuesday night, um, all you go-getters out there. Then hold on. <laughs> wake, then hold on and wake up and then come back to us and press play. Um, anything else that we need to cover before we get into... You do you want to your... start with some tea? Sure.
2: Some Bachelor Nation tea, everybody.
0: There was a, it was a big hit last week. We, just, <laughs> Ellie wanted to talk about <laughs> uh, the mess that is Bachelor Nation. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, last There's week. There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. We talked about Hannah Brown's God Bless This Mess, The 12 Days of Messy. I feel like both of those have updates. Tyler Cameron has like kind of mentioned a little bit about what she said about him in the book. What did she say about him in the book? She said, I have a screenshot of what she said
1: in the actual book. Um she said a lot, Nick. Yeah. Did, did you read lot. the book? I mean? No. Don't I mean don't, you know, exaggerate. But yeah, but she, it was kind of, it was kind of all I mean, she spilled the tea. I feel like she there are a lot of Bachelor nation books, but Hannah Brown brought it with some some deets. So
0: like do we like that or is it just like
1: I think she's giving people what they want and she's going to sell books.
0: Yeah. Okay. I
1: agree. No, but she told
2: um ET ahead of the book that Tyler Cameron's last poetic words to me were, well, if you rock with me, you rock with me. If you don't, you don't. I wish I was making that up. That's it what she said. It sounds
0: like something Tyler would yeah. say. And which, then
2: Tyler was like, which I've got works. receipts too. He which, told that on the the Bella's podcast. He was like, I have receipts too. But then he was like, I wish her nothing but the best. I, you know, she has to sell books, so like she has to teach oh, yeah, stuff. He, said that. he was very yeah. like pro her business move, so he kind of no, took the tell high road. You
1: could, I feel like you could tell though by his face. It's not that he's a man of like many words, but you could tell that he was kind of. I don't think he liked that because what she said in the book. I'm just going to add on because I read the whole thing. I mean, that whole excerpt about him is that Hannah was. A lot of people will kind of make fun of it because she said. She, she thought she was like breaking the news that he broke her heart. And I think people in America kind of figured that when like we saw him with her. And then a day later, we saw him with Gigi Hadid, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So people figured, like, oh shit. Remember those paparazzi pictures outside her apartment?
0: Yeah, that like seemed incredibly staged.
1: Seemed incredibly staged. But she says in the book, this was after like they spent a night, they didn't have sex, they were just like, together and cuddling and like, you know, being together. but She paints a picture that he was kind of a dick. So I feel like he should, he probably is pissed because she said that they reconnected when she went to him to quarantine. We know the quarantine crew, right? Mm -hmm. Um, She said that there were days where he didn't even talk to her there, that he kind of looked at her like she was just like his annoying little sister. And then basically ghosted her for G.J., well, I mean, if you're going to get ghosted, might as well more, be Gigi indeed. <laughs> Wait, but yeah.
0: hold, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Go. I, I actually, re- I talked to Cameron after the, I talked to Tyler Cameron after the, uh, the late night rendezvous. Mm-hmm. And I know he thought it, he thought he was set up for a photo op. I do know that because he was just like, how did someone know I was there? Right. right. Um,
1: I feel like point. her early
2: relationship with her current boyfriend. There was a lot of photos at the beginning too. I feel like she might not
0: be opposed to photos. She's got a hard, working, got a yeah. hard working team. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, you can always tell when if you're in photos that you like you look good, <laughs> because paparazzi photos. If if you're not like in on it you're You're like in mid bite or you have like a like a really weird face or it's it's not yeah. it's typically not a very flattering photo unless you're like rolling up to Craig's all dressed up already knowing like paparazzi to sit outside of Craig, so like if you're going to dinner there, you know they're going to be there, so there's a little bit of prep. but if you're like on the streets of l a and some paparazzi like finds you and you're just looking like you're walking with your partner and you look cute, chances are like.
2: You knew they were that you knew. <laughs>
0: um, but also, like, didn't he hang out with Gigi like, right after that as well, that was before quarantine crew. It wasn't like he ghosted her after that.
2: No, because he, he and Gigi dated and then very shortly into their relationship, I believe her grandmother passed away. Grandmother or grandfather, but I think it was grandmother. And then there was... Oh my Oma, oh
1: Oma. He yeah. went to the funeral. It
2: was a big It was deal. over in yeah. Italy, right? It was like in Europe. It was in Europe, yeah. Yeah, it was, or maybe not it Italy, but somewhere in Europe. And he flew with them. There was a no- yeah. more paparazzi photos of him like dressed in black with the whole family. And so then I think people like maybe interpreted their relationship as more serious than it actually was because he was, like, attending Oma's funeral. Yeah, it was a big
0: deal. How do you you misread? When you go to grandma's (laughs) funeral at all, I'm pretty sure you, like, you can safely assume... What it's, a lovely but it's shoulder so
3: to say I'm not going to go to your grandmother's
0: funeral. I don't think we're at that point in our relationship. No, no, but like he got the invite, so like mm-hmm. maybe Gigi changed his mind, her mind, obviously. But like, and yeah. maybe it was just a way to get you know Zayn back. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But I
1: mean, listen, that G- that Gigi Zayn Tyler time Ty- Cameron timeline is pretty well, because Whoa. then
0: Gigi got pregnant, and people so, were
2: like, "Is it Zane's? Is so, it okay, Tyler's? Yeah.
0: yeah." But I always got the impression with the Hannah and Tyler thing that. Tyler always in the back of his mind knew that being associated, he was riding the Hannah Brown wave. Mm. You know, like being so, you know, Tyler became, he had this kind of lightning and bottle by being the supportive like guy on the show in a sea of what's that turned out to be like problematic men that Hannah Brown was dating on the show. And he was always there to be like, I just love strong woman Hannah Brown or what I got. Whatever. You know, and he kind of has a little yeah. like slow. He's a twang. Yeah. And and then obviously with the Jed stuff, I think he just kind of knew that like, you know, listen, they, they knew they were getting clicks anytime they would post, mm-hmm. you know. And right. I think I just got the impression that, you know, Tyler knew that. And I got the impression that Hannah probably would have dated Tyler if Tyler was down, but Tyler was just...
1: Well, she she asked him out. She didn't really leave him a choice, too. She asked him out, like, on... After the final rose, yeah. Right. Literally like, sitting yeah. on the couch. <laughs> Literally sitting on the couch. So I feel like he kind of, like, owed it to, like, America, too. To, like, okay, but you wanted to marry this girl. Like, now you're not going to go on a date with her? Like, you have to go out on the date with her. So, I mean, listen, everyone falls for Tyler Cameron. What can I say?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it sounds is it? it's like teetering on maybe getting a little little tension between the two. I a feel
2: like basically. he won't stoop to that level, though. Like, I feel like based on how he presented it of like, she has to sell books. I support her. Like, I feel like he's keeping it very. Yeah, he's smart. Like that. even. Keep- I mean,
1: don't you think the way she painted pilot Pete was worse than Tyler? I mean, she said she blasted Pete in the book. She said, "Well, basically, I don't feel like everyone knows that he was living with his parents, but she painted a very like just him living with sweet noms picture, which isn't you know the hottest thing to portray, and that the sex wasn't good. So she's taking away the three times in the windmill mm-hmm. by saying this time that we had sex. Yeah, but they didn't, I thought.
0: Wait, I thought they didn't hook up.
1: No, no, no they did. The night that they the they, engagement they party at, night." Yeah, yeah. She wrote that in the she book. She said it wasn't. She she it wasn't good. Hook, I, heard,
0: I thought like they slept together but didn't hook up. I could be wrong. Wait, what does
1: that mean, Nick? What is slept? To- oh, in like no, in the same bed? No, because she said it no, wasn't no.
0: good.
2: She was like, we like expected it to be as good as it was, and it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't good. And she yeah. said that. So
0: maybe you know, there's like awkward tension. But, you know, she, when
2: Barb's next door, it's really hard. I yeah. You
0: don't, don't want to be too loud. <laughs> yeah, of course. I would. I would imagine like sex. You know, after. After not being able to really touch anyone for eight weeks, and then you go into this like windmill versus like going to mom's house—is mm-hmm. it a, like that? That might turn out to be different types. Well, there might of be more sex. pressure
2: too. Like, yeah,
0: it's just more real. You know, with P- pizza fasting, yeah, I've never met someone who who, and I know him a little bit, but who's like so just unapologetically like. I'm Peter Pan. Like I'm gonna live with mom. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care how this looks. I'm happy. I fly planes. I have occasional sex. Whatevs. Like whatever. He the little does things. it. Like he just he's, he's he just goes around so unbothered by it all. And I, I wouldn't make some of his it, choices, but it's like all right. He's he's, he's it like took whatever. Us so
1: long to figure out he's like a play. I feel like he's like a play on the DL. You know the way that. Tyler Cameron like looks like a playa but wasn't for a minute and we were like wow with pilot like, Pete it's like comes on he's his pilot he looks so serious but then he's dated like five of the women from his season Hannah comes out with the book apparently he was with her he was actor talking to Maddie at the same time it was two minutes after he broke up with Hannah Ann and then he got with Kelly
0: I just, so, I feel like Peter's one of those guys who just like he just doesn't say no to f- sex
2: <laughs>
3: no
0: <laughs> you know yeah. like if you're like, hey, do you want to have sex? He's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I just, you know, like, which,
3: yeah, I feel like he has a scuba
0: instructor's approach to yeah, sex, and I feel like, like sure. he's just charming enough, like at the bars, and he's like, a, he's a charming guy. Because I
3: bet everybody, he like every girl thinks they're like, I'll take a chance on this guy, this underdog. Yeah. But if everybody
0: thinks like that, it's like he's and not And he's underdog. always like, sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's my read on on Pete. I don't know. Anything else? Should we talk about
3: Miss
2: Katie Thurston?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, oh, she's dating John now.
2: Okay. Well, good. My job's over. Thank you. <laughs> Is it like there's? I had notes. I had screenshots. Oh, what else? <laughs> I
0: just know that she, like right after last week they announced that they were dating.
2: Yes. So last time we talked, she was doing day eleven of twelve days of messy. And remember, she hadn't given the guys like assignment to the song. Uh-huh. She wrapped up the twelve days of messy. Song was begin again.
0: It was a video
2: montage of John. Everything from like them hanging out now, him flying a plane, them meeting for the first time on The Bachelor. Great. John posted on Instagram and TikTok. They're doing piggyback rides. They're kissing. How lovely. But then Blake decided to share his perspective with the world. Um, He went on the Talking It Out with Ryan and Mike podcast. And he said that Katie emotionally cheated. Um, He wishes that she would have given... He wished that he would have gotten a heads up from her um, because now that this came out so suddenly after they broke off their engagement, he's rethinking the time that they spent as an engaged couple because they spent time with John as an engaged couple. And then you realize that... he was cuckled. Like this video that she posted of John flying this plane as her like begin again, whatever, montage. She's sitting behind him. She's not sitting in like the co-pilot... because she's with Blake in the back seat like Blake was in the plane that she's now using as like their love story which is just ridiculous Um, and that Blake just said he did not like her 12 days of messy and he was trying to avoid it but everyone kept like tagging him and stuff um, and then John released this basically novel on this subreddit thing saying like, we didn't cheat on anyone. He wrote
0: like, on Reddit.
1: Yeah. John, wrote, like, isn't that a weird Long to make a statement.
0: That is an incredibly like statement. It's like weird. a self-published statement. To go to Reddit.
1: Yeah. I to mean, go to Reddit.
0: Well, it's holiday season. You're going to be getting together with family. And for all the people looking to uh, be the star, at their family get together. I highly recommend rum hibman. Perfect for mixing to create cocktails, or for enjoying on its own. It's made with real coconut water and no artificial flavors. First of all, it's delicious. Second of all, you can you know go around and telling everyone they're drinking real coconut water and no artificial flavors. It's just all natural, delicious flavors. I enjoy it on the rocks. It's uh, delicious on its own. But some people they they like a good cocktail, and there's a variety of delicious cocktails that you can make, some of which are the Hito, which is a tart lime mint club soda, the Haven on Earth, or if you like it, spicy Haven in Hell, spicy jalapeno, chili peppers, pineapples, and lime. It's getting cold out there, but it doesn't have to be cold at your party, you know what I'm saying? And the thing about Rum Haven, it has a tropical vibe to it. You know, it feels like paradise every time you sip on it. If you live in the Midwest or the East Coast and when winter is dragging on, crack open a bottle of Rum Haven and uh, get your uh, paradise on. Anyway, highly recommend it. Discover more recipes that will help you sip into paradise at rumhaven.com. You know, the problem with having a a, a low checking account balance is that uh, if you uh, go over your limit, you're like hit with fees. Bam, $33 overdraft to your 20, you know, whatever the overdraft fees are these days. And uh, boy... That, that can sure make a bad situation worse. Overdraft fees have gotten way out of hand. I think we can all agree about that. I mean, they've always been out of hand. They, I don't think we've ever thought of overdraft fees of not being ridiculous. In 2019, traditional banks took $11 billion in overdraft fees. That seems like a lot of money. But Chime does it differently. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card that saves its members more than $10 billion in overdraft fees with spot me fee-free overdrafts. Who spot me. Eligible members can... Or draft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no fees. Wow. So that can really come in handy during Christmas season. Now you deserve to have financial peace of mind. That's right. Join the millions of America's already loving Chime. Sign up, takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at Chime.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is Chime.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Banking services provided and debit card issued the Bancorp Stride Bank NA member FDIC SpotMe eligibility requirements apply overdraft only p- applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals limits start at $20 and may be increased to up to $200 by charm Chime member overdraft saves based on eligibility members use of SpotMe versus $33 average overdraft fee overdraft fee database on bank rate checking account survey and CRL June 2020 overdraft fees report
1: my feeling from this couple is like you know she fucking eats him alive. Like you could just tell who's like I quote mean, unquote wearing the pants. Like that. Aunt, she's... what's
0: what's Katie's aunt's name? Aunt Lindsay. Yes. Aunt Lindsay I don't
1: wanna I don't wanna say anything about the aunt. Why? <laughs> she's scarce. <me. laughs> <laughs> but I mean
2: just like no. don't come for me. Aunt I mean Lindsay. the
0: brand on John is that he seems to like fit the playbook of the type of guy Aunt Lindsay would want for her. Want for her. Right. I
1: mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I I trust my instincts a lot and I don't like not like Katie or something, but something is like sitting a little weird for me with this whole thing. And then I'm like, she
0: went hundred percent emotionally cheated. Right. But
1: he, did you see he commented? Well, like you were saying, they're both, I guess, very active because this page put up his, uh, Reddit post, mm-hmm. and somebody wrote as a comment, like, well, emotional, emotional cheating is cheating. Yes. And he responded to that who, John, comment.
0: Who did? John, John himself. Okay.
1: John himself. And he he said, I 100% agree emotional cheating is cheating.
0: But denied that he emotionally... I don't know. He,
1: that's what he, he said. He denied that
2: in, in, um, in his statement. He was kind of like, we were friends... And then once we were single, it just happened so fast because it was so easy to like fall from friendship mm. into no, more like, romantic. No,
0: feelings don't yeah. work that way. There's one <laughs> of two ways to look at this. Either you want 100% emotionally cheated slash cheated, or you're emotionally immature to the point that as adults, like that's what a 15 year old would say. It's like, I didn't realize I had feelings in the moment when we were sitting there And then like one day I woke up and I was like, I love you. Like that's a 15 year old kind of like emotional response to a situation, but like not adults. Like you recognize in real time that you're feeling something and then you're hanging out and you're just like, should we go on a picnic? Like as platonic friends, this whole idea, like, so either Katie and John, John are emotionally immature individuals who like lack emotional logic. Yeah. Who like couldn't like decipher like how they were acting in real time and just decided to be like, Oh, it's not platonic. We're, we're in love. That's what this is. Or you (laughs) fucking cheated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it, one of two things.
1: I mean, Blake's mom has been liking comments. Yeah. And I mean, she <laughs> seems like an awesome gal. I liked her. I feel
0: like she has a good vibe. She's fighting um, back. I mean, I she feel is. bad for Blake, like on a personal level, but isn't this like best case for Blake in terms of. Oh, PR.
2: Cause now people are on his side. Yeah,
0: very yeah. hard to get the sympathy vote as a male in bachelor nation breakups. Right. He's
1: been on multiple times. Yeah. Mm.
0: But when... Well,
1: right, he can't go on again. That's for fucking But sure.
0: when Katie... Or Kenny,
1: I mean Nick. He can said he doesn't want again?
3: to. He says he doesn't oh, okay. want to. I, I think he's... What about Paradise and like, not this year, but the next? He hasn't done
0: Paradise. No, he'll be on Paradise. Yeah, yeah
3: he'll be on Paradise. <laughs> he'll and, be on Paradise. I feel like not this one, but the next year. No, he'll be on...
2: You think this year? Why not? Fuck it. If okay. John and Katie break up, can we see John and Blake go to Paradise and fight over the same girl again? Yeah, I don't know. Drama.
0: I don't know. But... Uh, yeah, Katie There's 100%. Some good stuff. Katie cheated. So we all agree. Katie cheated on John. Because also, like, his letter, like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Confirm that you cheated? What is that? Like, why write a statement to deny the, that you cheated? The statement,
1: the statement was just so weird. So long, weird. So, so long it was like in a saying book. nothing. So <laughs> exactly. long in saying nothing. So long in saying, no, we were friends. So long in saying what, what you were saying. But I mean, whatever. You're right for Blake. It's, it's best case scenario.
3: Do you think there's more like ambiguity with emotional cheating? Because with cheating in a physical sense, I think there's, even though some people might draw the line in different places, it's always pretty clear when that line is crossed. You you
0: can argue semantics all day. You know what I'm saying? Like with there's physical cheating, you could be like, did you kiss? Did you touch? Did you do this? Did you sleep next to him? Like there's a yes or no to answer the question. She
1: spoke about, she spoke about this on a podcast, which is, chilling because she went on Whitney Cummings podcast and she actually brought up like when her and Blake were still together I think Whitney asked her like is Blake a jealous guy and she was like no I hang out with my friend John all the time and Blake doesn't care he's like whatever live your life and I just found that so funny because she literally said that on um, a podcast. Um, I mean, but, but then again, just to give her the benefit of the doubt, we don't know anything about how Blake was in this relationship, you know, what he was giving her,
0: you know, well, whatever. That wouldn't excuse any type of yeah. cheating.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nick is I mean, big, it wouldn't like excuse to, Yeah.
0: She I could see. have just, you know, broken up with him if he was. She could have
1: broken up with him. Yeah. You know. She could have broken up with but him. But that's and thing, I She think,
0: flaunted it, too. Like while the season was, air, I couldn't imagine being the Bachelor, engaged to Vanessa, and like multiple times a week posting about fuck I don't know some girl I sent home week two like like I don't you know what I'm saying like and also isn't like, it and her hanging fault? out and going on like just like spending time together like happy hour with having my bestie her, like and having her third wheel your couple time also
3: like
1: no it's very weird because she. First of all, why debut this relationship so dramatically? Like, isn't that also hurtful? Like, why are you doing this big boom in everyone's face when obviously there's someone hurt? And also, if you go back and look at John's, like, birthday reel, which is when Blake and Katie were still together, it's literally like a Katie montage. Like, you could see how in love with her he was. Like, the whole thing is Katie. So
0: listen, I, I, I think you come off the show, uh, Katie, like nowadays you're, they're pumping out all these shows. It's very, you, you become irrelevant very quickly. And it's a a bit of a rat race of trying to like, you know, come up with ideas and, and, stay relevant and you can easily make poor decisions. And, you know, I, we all think Katie thought this would be some like funny reveal and we, and Bachelor nation would like i don't think katie really thought this through mm. or if she did but i don't know if she necessarily makes wise i don't
3: well i think she was in a pickle like how was she gonna get out of this how was she gonna do this in a way that was like it could have been a calm. little more subtle she than, just, like a like,
0: countdown she could have just shut the fuck up for like six months and like dated privately
1: yeah i think they're sure they're like you know, Gigi and Zane. and they thought they would be like paparazzi at everywhere they go, and they just wanted to go to yeah. a normal dinner. You know, I think there was, yeah, ambushed by you know, I fans think there, yeah. and the paparazzi.
0: <laughs> I think there was some hubris there in terms of overestimating your perceived value in the marketplace. Yeah, and because yes, she could have eat. They could have for six, eight months, low key been single, yeah. in private. They couldn't wait two fucking weeks.
1: I mean, mega celebrities are having babies quietly. You know, they're getting pregnant, they're pregnant for an entire nine months, and they're having a baby, and then the baby's one, and they're like, had a baby, yeah. so yeah,
2: and they have
0: definitely... Take a leap <laughs> out of Kylie Jenner's So it's not <laughs> like you can't go out in public together as friends, right? All you have to do is just, like, not hold hands in public. No, I, I think
1: know. they wanted to start being, like, an influencer couple, maybe. And they're like a Kalen and Dean. I feel like he's kind of like a Dean vibe. That's he's disrespectful like jumping out to of- Kalen <laughs> and Dean. <laughs> well, you know, maybe wanting to go in those in those uh, dual influencer type uh, footsteps. He's jumping out of planes and surfing and like being adventurous.
0: Well, we wish him nothing but the best.
1: Anyway. Yes, we do.
0: God. We do. And uh, we also uh, wish Blake uh, a, a- Speedy recovery from his heart. There's still amazing deals to be had, especially with our friends at Tommy John. Tommy John specializes in, in wonderfully comfortable underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. When you start your day wearing Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Shop their sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself with Tommy John Men's and Women's Loungewear. With over 60 million pairs sold, giving the gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear has become a holiday tradition for families across the country. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. Tommy John's doesn't just have customers, they have fanatics. That's right. And you can be a fanatic too, fanatic of being comfortable and cozy with Tommy John's. That's right. It's all backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. Did you hear that? I'm gonna read that again. Backed by Tommy John's best pair, you'll, best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free. Every single one of Tommy John's 16 million pairs of underwear sold are covered by a no wedgie guarantee. Get 20% off site wide plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Get 20% off plus free shipping for a limited time only at tommyjohn.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. tommyjohn.com slash V-I-A-L-L. See site for details. Well, it's holiday season, and uh, you're going to be getting together with a lot of friends and family for parties, and always make sure you have a refreshing drink on hand. And usually back in the day, it was always like some sugary drink or a soda, not super healthy, but it was tasty. But what if you could have tasty and healthy in the palm of your hand to refresh yourself and your friends? Well, you can with huzzah, huzzah, the delicious probiotic that has three grams of sugar or less in all of its drinks. And it has added probiotics for that gut health and your gut health. It's like your second brain. Good gut means good health, uh, good for your immune system. The Best part about huzzah, It's delicious. It tastes great. My favorite flavor, raspberry lemon. They also have strawberry hibiscus, juicy pear. And uh, like I said, uh, it's three grams of sugar or less in all of their delicious flavors. Experience great tasting flavors that are perfect to enjoy this fall and uh, this holiday season. Uh, also, just uh, give your friends the gift of a good gut. Get ready to fill your fridge by stocking up on Huzzah probiotic seltzer by using code VIAL for 20% off your order at drinkhuzzah.com. That's code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off at com. Let's get into Hopetowns. All right. We uh, haven't it. covered it at all. Uh, you liked this episode, Amanda? You-
1: I did. I, I, I've been a little bored I've been a little fast, like easy on the fast forwarding button this season, which is smart, by the way. This podcast isn't affiliated directly with.
0: No, you can say whatever you want. Um,
1: um, If you like fast forward, like group dates, you know, you don't need to see them playing basketball with wigs and shit like that, you know, just like it'll be a much easier watch. I like watching. So I get excited when it's, you know, very relationship based. You know, and not, like, the guy's drama, like, hating on the guy. And, You're not into you know, the guy like, drama. I hate the guy drama. Really? Oh, just so predictable and so, like, you know. Well, it's kind of I fun, mean, you know. The guy Christian, the guy Christian, it's not going to, you know, she's not interested in any way, complaining about Nate, who's obviously going to be, like, a, a, you know, end game guy. No, I really like this episode. I enjoyed it. I even, like, laughed. We got emotional. There were some good moments. There were some good moments.
0: I I think watching it, this was the first time being spoiler free that I was like nervous watching the rose ceremony because like I think Joe wins. I think Nate's top two. But at the same time, I was like, fuck, Joe might go home. I like nothing. Truly, nothing would have surprised me. I thought there was me. a potential Nate she, would go home. I, really, anything like she, you, I—I don't remember. I knew. Final, I'm
1: sorry, but I really did know Rodney was going to go home.
0: That—that that was my guess, and I think that was most people's guess. But can you honestly say that had Rodney not go home, that would be mind blowing? Like this is the Man, first no. final four in a while that, like, I certainly had my picks. I certainly had my predictions, but like nothing would have surprised me. Most of the final fours, you're like, there's just no fucking way. Like, all right, you had a good run. I can't believe you made it this far. But like, what the fuck? I mean, shit. Like, look at Justin. Like, we all love Justin facial expressions. That guy made it all the way to the top two. And every week we're like, how? How are you here? (laughs) I mean, think about Michelle's top four uh, of Rodney, Brandon, Nate, and Joe. Like, you see why she likes all these guys. You see the relationships. Like, think of Katie's top four do you believe any of those relationships looking back now? Like no. thinking about like, yeah, it was a top four because of the show, but like compared to like the relationships and I don't know what that says about the show or Michelle or the candidates or the connections, but I do think it's fascinating that this top four, like you, I would, if Michelle picked any of them, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can see it. I can see yeah, yeah, why. A good point. And, yeah. uh, That was, I think, really enjoyable because I I felt an actual like I was a little nervous like during the I've never been as animated watching it with Natalie being like, fuck, who's she going to pick? And then when she like picked Joe, I was like, yeah, because like he's my guy that I think she's going to end up with. But like I wasn't I wasn't certain.
1: Do you feel like they? how beautiful is Joe? I'm
0: sorry. How Joe's gorgeous. gorgeous. That was really notable this episode. Yes. Yeah. was prom I'll, photos. Natalie and I said that multiple times. Yes. Just, and
1: mean, he's, he's so photogenic. Yeah. Like he's so gorgeous. Yeah. You saw
0: Every him time they in took a, a shot, I was like, oh, taken away. Every
1: shot. But I just want to say something that I really focused on in this episode. And Alex, let like come back to what you were saying is the kisses. I love just. Looking at like the smooches, even though they zoom in enough like for you to not have to pay attention as closely as I do. But, like something was up with Joe and Michelle's kiss where like, I don't know, there wasn't enough passion in the lip action for me. It was cl- very closed, but maybe he talks with his mouth kind of closed, so maybe he doesn't open his mouth while kissing is what I'm thinking. But I really thought deep into this. She has a lot of passion with Brandon in the sure. kissing department. I
0: mean, Brandon just br- like Brandon is wow. passion.
1: He is so bad. Pa- I love him. I think yeah. he's so cute. I also he's think so
0: he cool. particularly looked really, like physically, like I thought it was his best episode. Like he definitely... Yeah. Like, dolled up a little bit more he had an outfit that worked for him i thought i was like brandon looked the hottest that he's ever looked wait like, are you talking you
1: about it. his skater boy sure whatever but man. even like
0: the way he just i was just like it was a bit of a glow-up for brandon you know i don't know, maybe he got some extra sleep or something but it really he really shined
1: And I like loved he, his family too his family was super sweet and and you're right like when michelle was saying like usually when bachelorettes or bachelors say those kind of like Corny lines of like, I could see your families hanging out. And you're like, yeah, yeah. But when Michelle said it, like, I felt what she was saying. When she was like, I could see our families hanging out, like, you could really feel that. Like, I was like, oh my God, I could see your families hanging
0: out. You know, it's one of those things that I, Natalie and I had this kind of discussion last night. When it comes to hometowns, they, because it's hometowns, like, every season they'll make a big deal about, like, I could see myself hang out with family but like in the grand scheme of like life and dating it's a nice to have but you're never making your decision based off of like your ability to hang like at the end of the day she's gonna pick who she likes the most even if it's her least favorite family right like
1: I what if the family is like freaky like what if the family I mean, there's a is level really of like vibe?
0: holy shit what if the
1: family is aunt lindsay wait what was her aunt?
0: yeah aunt lindsay <laughs> well, yeah i mean <laughs> yeah Even, but that's an aunt. Like, if I had a, if I met a girl with a nutty aunt, and she was like, like, if the girl, like, afterwards, she's like, I don't know, it's my fucking aunt, you know? Then I'd be like, yeah, okay. If she was like, that's my best friend,
1: right? Exactly. It's worrisome if the person's like, that's you know, the person that helps me make all my decisions. Um, But I, I think that the opposite, though, of what you're saying is like, if a family is like such a good vibe. I mean, there's a Sex and the City episode about it. There are a lot of like you know, romantic comedy, you know, movies that when you fall in love with the family. So there, there is something in the opposite sense of like, you can kind of fall in love with the family and have that make you like the person more. There's like Uh, that new
2: girl episode where like Jess just wants to go on dates with the parents. Like she's like, does does my boyfriend have to come or can I just go with (laughs) his family? I think
0: (laughs) it's a total, like, it's a great bonus. Like if the family's great, you definitely appreciate it because like, the family hangs are that much more fun. It's not a drag. I, I'm just saying, at the end of the day, it's it's not really influencing your decision, short of it being like a crazy ass family where once you meet that family, it shines like a light on the person you've been dating. Where like you couldn't place like what it is about this person that was kind of like bugging you, but you like so much about them, and all of a sudden you meet their family, you're like oh, like, I see where this is going to go with you. Like, short of that, I just don't think the family plays that big of a decision. You disagree? Yeah. <laughs>
3: I just, End of argument. <laughs> no, I just, no, I think, and I'm sure this is like a very personal issue. I just think it's very relevant the way someone treats their family, especially if you are looking to create a family with someone. And that's not to say that people can't,
0: how you treat your family and how like the family chemistry are two different things. Like if, but if those, you, I, but I feel like that
3: comes out when you meet the family.
0: Yeah. But if you like met a family and like your partner was like, Oh, that's my brother. And like you saw a closeness, but they were like into a bunch of shit. You're just like, these are just not my people, but there was a genuine love for that family. Yeah. And if they got, it's like what you're describing is like being rude to waiters. It's like you walk in and like, they're just like a dick to their family. Like, yeah, that's a red flag.
3: Sometimes though, if like, if someone I'm seeing like calls their mother every single day at a regimented time, it's something I'll notice. Like not saying it's disqualifying, but stuff like that can make a real influence. <laughs> yeah. that's, nothing yeah. against, that's nothing against their mom. That's nothing against them. It's wonderful for them that they have such a close relationship. But I think there's an element of being like- Yeah, I think even, we're agreeing. But can I plug in? Like, can I plug into this situation? And I think if you've, like, I think if I felt really- if I didn't feel comfortable and I didn't have faith that I could become comfortable.
0: I get, I get, I agree with you, Okay, but like how that your partner interacts with their family. And again, if there's like specific red flags, like talking, like got to call mom at 9am, like every morning, like it'd be like weird, but your ability to have fun with a family and have them be your people. I just don't think is all that big. Like, I don't think Michelle's ability to hang with Brandon's family over Joe's family, which there's a clear difference. Yeah. You know, like Joe's sister-in-law was like keeping it together. She's like, hey, these are like they're very nice people. They don't talk they a don't, lot. They like, don't talk. Like, have we ever had a sister-in-law be like, I got like I'll do the We're carrying IPM it on thing. her fucking battery. Yeah. Early. <laughs> the sister-in-law was running that hometown. And it seemed like very nice people. Like Joe's but family seems you know totally what it pleasant made and, me? and fine.
1: But, but, but it did make me understand, like, why Joe is the way he is, you know? Because if we could have, like, doubted Joe and been like, okay, you know, he's too hot to be, like, this quiet and this reserved. Like, this is some kind of play, thing. thing But then you're like, no, his brother, like, was frozen. Like, fro- the brother was just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, you could tell how nervous he was. And he's, like, this giant, also good-looking guy and also just wasn't able to speak. And then his dad was like, okay, so... What do you want to talk about? I mean, that made me laugh, I think. That and was even
2: Joe the sitting moment. there, Joe was like, well, dad, I know you've got some <laughs> questions. Pause. Dad goes, nope. That
0: was a pretty Another awesome. Another pause. TV like, I was moment, like, this is yeah.
2: comedic. Like, this is just silence.
0: And, and that's totally fine. And Joe's family seems sweet and quiet Oh and, yeah, and whatever. And I guess that's my overall point is that if, if Michelle decides she has the best connection with Joe...
2: Well, she has her, Hannah. Let's. She she has I'm her sister in law. Like, she's she going to bond. <laughs> at the end of the
0: day, she's not going to be like. But Brandon's family is fun, right? Mm. Like it's right. just not. It's just not going to be a part of her decision.
1: I just noticed that um, she vibed Michelle really vibed with the dads. It, do you guys notice yeah. that? Yeah. Like, I feel like with the mom, she was having kind of a harder time to be like it was more kind of awkward and with the dad she was like yes you want to play ball and like are you gonna i feel like she had a really good vibe even with the quiet dad even with with, uh joe's dad i feel like she she managed to get kind of like a vibe going um, do you think that's normal
0: though like in 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 most cases because you know moms maybe with their sons moms of boys are hard boys can be very like weirdly protective and like you're just like i just And I'm asking a group of women because I I don't know. And I have a close relationship with my mom. Like, is it intimidating to date a guy who is seemingly has a healthy, close relationship with their mom that you don't want to say anything to like fuck up?
3: I feel like you need to watch the first time that they do something nice for you in front of their mom and like look to the mom and see how she reacts to it. Interesting. Like if my when my ex would like open a car door for me. And, like, not for his mom. Like, I, like, would look to her and see, like, because you can always tell if they're clocking it as, like, a, hmm, he hasn't done that for me. Or, like, hmm, she makes him open car doors for her.
0: Or as opposed to, like, oh, I trained my son well. I'm glad he did this nice thing for yeah, the girl. Yeah, you have to, said. like, figure out. Interesting. That's That would make sense. Hmm. I feel like maybe
2: there's just more of a level of even, like, moms don't want to... I don't... I mean, I've I'm not a mom, but, like, there might be a more of a level of, like, either competition or being replaced as like the main woman in his life, as opposed to a dad, that's a completely different relationship. So like you can sit down and have a very, like, I mean, I pride myself on being like more of like a tomboy person with dads, especially like talk about outdoor stuff, talk about that kind of stuff. And then it's like with a mom, it's like, no, I just like I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes. Like this is a completely different dynamic.
0: Do you think there was even a conversation with Michelle and Joe's dad or do they think, They just like said, fuck it. No, I'm sure there was a conversation. (laughs) There's definitely a conversation. It just probably didn't, it wasn't very fruitful, is my guess. It's like, oh, you know, if you like, uh, you know, you seem like it's nice and uh, if, uh, whatever Joe wants. Uh, yeah.
1: I think it's so funny. I mean, Nick, you went through this, but it's always so funny to me. Like, even to see Brandon's brother, who was such a vibe, and he, like, oh, such a vibe. You know, I was like, is he a DJ? I don't know. He had this, like, very cool, and him being like, Michelle, I want to talk. It's like such a moment where you just know how, like, you know, he was told to do that. And it's like, then the questions that they ask her is, like, so why do you like him? And I can't even like... It's
0: just a, such a loaded which, question. I hate Such that a loaded... And,
1: and she even... And she's very good at like... She was like, you know, he's playful. Like, she didn't really even know what to say, you know? It's, it's a, like, oh, how is he different from the other guys you're, you know, hooking up with? And it's like, he's... Really into me, like what? <laughs> I've never had to
2: question how Brandon feels about me. That was yeah, like You're not. And she was not. like, "There's something different with Brandon than with the other ones." It is, it's yeah.
0: impo- like, home- oh, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Sucks. Yeah, for the lead, it sucks. It was the hardest week for sure, and I don't know. For me, it was the hardest week because I kind of knew what I was doing, and I just felt it felt personally disrespectful to like go right. into these people's homes and pretend to have an interest in their daughter more than i was leading on but like it just felt i i really personally struggle with that and i i i was incredibly careful with my words um because i didn't want to say more than i had to to get by but michelle i think she's i i don't know if she's already made her decision in her head And she seems to have like a sincere interest in all these people. So I I wonder. I mean, I think with
1: Rodney, you just felt like it was a little less, you know? So I did feel bad.
0: And her mom was all over that. She knew. I mean her mom's no, I think stuff like that. You're like, you're not picking my son.
1: His mom was a little like like too nice on the verge of like my you know um in your you know what i mean it just had the, those kinds of vibes for me like don't hurt my son oh she yeah I'll... she had some
0: yeah she had some uh mama line energy anyone sure. who like
1: describes their son as like
2: more of their best friend than their son oh, yeah, this, i'm like that's, mm, awesome. that's <laughs> yeah, always like I, a hmm that's
1: gonna be hard to be the his, girlfriend like i have a son i know it's really shocking because i look so young you do everyone be shocked oh <gasps> you. <Okay. gasps> thank you um So it's so hard to like, imagine like you want that, right? Like technically like would I want him to be obsessed with me. Yes. Would I want to be the girl whose boyfriend is obsessed with their mom? No. So like, what's the line? I mean, I like playing the whole thing out. Like if you're a mom of a boy, you obviously want your kid to love you and call you and be obsessed with you and maybe be your best friend, but you don't want to date that guy who's, Obsessed with his mom, his best friends with his mom, you know, and whatever. So, I mean, there's a fine line. There's a fine line of like it being cool and it being like too much. Yeah.
0: And I got the impression from Rodney that it, I, I, would, I would bet it's on the cool side. It, like it seemed like it Ronnie. Like maybe
1: she wanted it to be more, but he was like, Mom, yo.
0: Yeah. Like, right. Like Rodney <laughs> seems like a real stand up guy, a yeah. really impressive showing all the way through, especially when someone who shows up like with the apple. Like, if, if Rodney went home week one, you know, a guy showed up dressed as an apple who, like, couldn't, like, get a Granny Smith. Like, people, I think, wrote him off. And, like, every week, it's just more and more impressive. So I thought he had a, a really stand-up showing. And I think if you had a, a really weird relationship with your mom, I just don't know if you're capable of, of a, like, accomplishing what Rodney accomplished in this, like, crazy atmosphere. Like, I would also argue that I bet, like, uh, Chris, Skippy, also probably has a very unique relationship with his mom. I don't in a know very what different way in a very different way. Um, and and uh, it panned out, you know, I don't know. I think there's, there is a unique I don't know what his relationship with his mom is, but I bet it's unique. Skippy. I don't. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's good or it's bad. I think, but it's specific would be my guess. I don't know. No thoughts.
1: Oh, you're looking at me. You can't tell with these cameras. I don't know who Chris Skippy is.
0: Oh, Chris S. Oh, you, you know what? You fast forwarded through it, probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it? He was on this season? Yeah, the short guy.
0: The, uh, the Oh, Christian.
3: No, Christian. Is it Christian? Yes.
0: Uh, right? What? They called him Chris.
3: Are you thinking about Christian from KDC's in Boston, man?
1: No, the short guy from... Yeah, from, from we're from talking about the season. same guy,
0: but we just call him Chris S. Oh, well, actually, okay. we call him Skippy, but...
1: I mean, Christian just like, I don't know,
0: feels like it works better
1: for him. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's hard to to know what his relationship with his with his mom is. I think I mean you know this, Nick. It's like those guys that come on; they don't they know they're not getting the girls, so they probably create other drama so they can be on the show a little. That's how it felt to me.
0: Yeah, but in the weirdest possible way. Like I just don't understand. <laughs> like you can become a villain by doing nothing in the show. If the show wants to like play music, fine. But like he was he was choosing these choices. Right for himself. And I couldn't comprehend why someone, why airtime was worth it. I I don't.
1: That's my question. That's, that's my disappointment. And my choice to fast forward is like, respect me, respect my time. You know, don't waste my time on Chris S. You know what I mean? Like he's not him and Michelle don't vibe. He's not going to like be here. So I don't, I don't want to see it. I want to see relationships. I want to see the kisses. I want to see those things.
0: Do we? Uh, what did we think of Brennan skateboarding? I, I wanted him to be really good at it. I felt bad because I was like...
2: That was another lull moment. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how much of a pro skateboarder you are in real life, but I will say like doing it in front of cameras and doing it in front of a person like you really like, that's got to be hard, but
0: it's well, not you, a good show. You could tell he definitely skated and was like decent and mm-hmm. probably hasn't done it in a while. And he was really hoping it was like riding a bike.
1: Wait, did that remind you of Matt James? Like, it brought me right back to Matt James. Because didn't he do that on his season? He was like, watch me skate. And then he, like, failed.
0: Did he? I don't know. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but I really wanted him to be good at it. Like, I I wanted him to crush. Yeah.
1: He had the outfit on. He had the, like, skater Venice Beach outfit on. She even put on Vans, too, which is cute. They were both, like, matching Vans.
2: I really didn't um, but, know what he had in store, though, because that that nasty little um, like a uh, garage stall that he opened to like show this whole skate park. I was like, where are you guys? That
0: easily could be like a thing like.
2: Oh, it's got to be somewhere in Minnesota. It looks
1: super cool. Yeah, yeah. And and he I, I think he's so sweet. He Something about him is like very childish. Like you almost feel like he's like a little boy. Maybe he has his face is boyish, but. I, I believe him. I fully yeah. believe
0: him. I think that's why I wanted him to be good at skateboarding. Cause I wanted him to be good at something other than just loving hard, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's got that down like rock. I mean, solid. he's a
1: recruiting traveling nurse and he's good at that. Yeah. You know who else is? Oh no. He's an actual travel nurse. Noah. Noah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, Noah the, we were a t- there's a distinction between.
1: a recruiting. He rec- I mean, he's recruiting people like Noah.
0: Yeah. He recruits the Noah's of the world, but yeah. Seems like,
1: yeah. But listen, in terms of what you were talking about families, I think that with Joe though, wouldn't it cross your mind being like, we're both from Minnesota. Like that's so much easier here. You're literally taking away a whole issue of like, you know, Nate is all like Austin, this Austin, that like assuming his life, is going to be in Austin. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, it definitely is a very convenient thing. If you're going into this hoping you meet someone, hoping you fall for someone, and then hoping it works out after this shit all ends, like that is a huge, ad- a huge. huge, huge advantage huge. to like, you know, like, you know, Vanessa was really like, we decided that she was going to move out to LA right away. And as soon as the show ended, she did. But that's a big ask for someone who's like close with her family. Like if everything else was perfect and it wasn't, that would still be a huge weight Mm -hmm. to just like move your life for someone who is ultimately a stranger. Like when Vanessa moved to LA, we had never spent more than three days together, like locked in a house, you know, like was there any panic or was there any moments of like, what the panic, the whole, the whole relationship, but (laughs) It's a, it's a very stressful thing to have the pressure of nation and you definitely sincerely like have feelings. You felt these real emotions in this world and then like you, you're out and there's just a lot of, a lot of shit that comes. So yes, to Amanda's point, it's a huge advantage. That's I don't think, thing. I will say though, I don't, you realize how much is a, a, it's advantage after the fact. I, again, I don't think it would, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't change. It wouldn't make, it it, it wouldn't ima- impact my decision. And short mm-hmm. of there being like a tie and there's never really a tie, uh, but it is a huge bonus. Yeah.
3: And even the yeah. sister-in-law said, she was like, I hope this works out because we're going to run into each other at the grocery it store. It sounds like them. they don't, yeah, they're not just like they're from, not just from like the same
0: like area. They're like in the neighbors, like same hood, you know, like they're from the same neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Then we got, I love, did anyone else like love the fact that uh, Nate's family called him Nathaniel?
2: Yes. I <laughs> thought that was
0: it's so That's a really endearing yeah. thing. And it's like, that's what they called him. And, I, and what would I, did I hear it right? That like Nate's stepdad and his mom are divorced and they divorced yeah. recently, but still showed up for Together. this hometown.
1: That's but lovely. Then, but he said he really, really loves his dad. So, like, why didn't his, his real dad come?
0: I mean, Who knows? There's it could be a million reasons why it didn't work well, out. Also, st- with COVID, we're still it's in hard. a COVID world, you know. True, 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 true. Um, so, traveling, his dad easily could be just a private person like who's like doesn't watch a show, and his son's like, Hey, I'm doing this for you on a TV show, and he's like, I don't want anything to do with that. And I totally respect any's parents being like, Listen, I support you, do your thing, but like, I don't want to be on out TV, of it. you know, yeah. and I don't know, yeah. there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah. Um so who knows why he's not there, but I sure. do think it was a really it was a, just a kind of a sweet thing to have like a, a stepdad and despite your him to get into voice divorce to your mom like still shows up wanting to support you know the, your steps. No, that
1: was a really emotional moment, almost to the verge of like a breakthrough. Like, if the like a therapist would probably be like, no, that was a breakthrough. It was
0: like, yeah, it, it 100% <laughs> felt like a breakthrough. It made yeah. me feel like, and again, like the show, the show is what it is. We talk about it all the time. The producers produce and they definitely will push you to like make decisions that not always in the best interest for yourself, but decisions you would want to make if you had no like inhibitions or like the good ain't like they're always the devil on your shoulder being like this would be fun you like it's the buy the boat <laughs> when you really can't afford the boat or have no business honing the boat but it's the friend the producers are the friends who are always being like wakeboard we can wakeboard you know and despite that like they they aren't all evil people and like these this world if you are willing to like tap in and embrace this kind of emotional kind of hot box you really can have like these moments especially for people who just have never gone there who mm. who haven't opened up and so you're sitting there focused on your feelings 24 7 and for someone like nate in the situation I really watched it thinking, I really hope this moment is something that he will have for the rest of his life. And he will take this opening up and, and care whatever happens, whether he ends up with Michelle or not, that he will, he will have this feeling of like fruitfulness and what the, like being honest about his feelings felt in that moment and want to keep doing that for himself and future relationships. And like, it brought him closer to like his stepdad to, to tell, Another man you love them, I don't think is always easy for a lot of men in this world, and I think it's sure. a really kind of I thought it was a really kind of special like it was the best part of the the episode for sure, like it was almost like who gives a shit who and Michelle ends up with right now like let's just what a beautiful moment for Nate
1: yeah, and even him sharing it with Michelle after would like added to how you know special that was and how he actually probably opened up and how it stayed with him, you know? He was like, whoa, like this just happened. That's so crazy. Um, but I think we, yeah, we got a sneak peek also that like, I mean, if I was Michelle, was like, oh wow, he's not, you know, that open with his family. Like he said, the mom said he said like he's never shared anything about girls before, which is like you extreme. Know. Extreme. Do you
2: think that right? Yeah. And like Nate opening up to Michelle at the end, he's saying like, yeah, I just told, you know, my stepdad, I love him for the first time. Like, look what happens. Like one night with you and all of this like happens. Like how great. So I'm like, in one way that could be so like, Michelle's like, wow, this is great. He's making progress. But it could also be like, wow, we have so far to go. So I'm like, is it is yeah. it good or bad well, actually, that this is the first time I, this has ever it's, happened?
0: It's, as far as Michelle and Nate go, I personally think extremely bad. In okay. fact, I actually think it, it's like, it's a non it's a non-negotiable it should be a non-negotiable for Michelle like i still don't know who's going to i i think she's going to pick joe you see the chemistry with nate i think nate will be the number 2 and she if michelle is the person she has shown us to be which is this incredibly self-aware and thoughtful person who has had her own personal heartbreak has made her own mistakes but now has like the benefit of perspective and hindsight where she's like I've fallen for this trap in the past, but like, I am now the mature, you know, successful woman who like, I can say no to myself, you know, like she's not Carrie Bradshaw who like never learns from her bullshit. Right. If that is who she is, like while this world can tap into those emotions, you do not want to get engaged to the guy who for the first time in his life at, in his late twenties, like, like, finally decided to like fall in love for the first time or like really go to a place emotionally. Cause this world is meant to do this, right? It's, it's meant to elicit these emotions and tap into them. so there, it's a bit, it, it, they're real, but they're manufactured, right? So Nate is feeling love and for the first real significant time in his life, in a very manufactured environment that's meant to elicit these types of emotions. So while it's good to help you have a breakthrough moment to like, start the process of like loving people and really opening up, it is definitely not how you want to start a relationship yeah. that you hope will last forever. You know, like to me, that's sh-
1: tell you could tell that he's not emotionally mature enough for yeah. even his family. I love and his They family were like, yeah. yeah, they're like, they were like, yeah,
0: no, not, no and I happened. loved it because his family in the in it his family said it in such a non judgmental, kind way, where it's just like, we love Nate. This is like, hey, his this has been his path. It's been slower for whatever reason, and it's fine. Like he, Nate's not that old. He's a great looking guy with a ton of slag that decided to be like, you know what? I'm not really gonna get close to anyone. I'm just gonna be a fuck boy and just I'm not gonna lead anyone on. I'm just gonna like. I'm going to go out and have fun and hook up and I'm not going to hurt anyone. I'm not going to like lie about feelings. I'm not going p- to say I love you to people. I'm just going to like go be Nate. And that sounds like that was his choice and that's fine, but I wouldn't want to get engaged to that guy yeah. on the background.
1: Yeah. I think Michelle, I, I think in that moment, it's also like great for you.
0: You bad know, for us. Yes. <laughs> like, great for you, bad for us. That, that was great Nate's hometown. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, you could totally feel the energy of his family and the whole vibe. His whole vibe is very fun, very positive. Like you said, good looking, tall, like good vibes all around. But like, you're like, dude, you are not about to wife this girl up. Well, no. and his
2: stepdad, I thought asked a really good question too, because he was like, you know, what's, you know, how are you feeling? How, how is this experience? And Nate was like, you know, I don't, it's just like these feelings. I just, these feelings, they're so new. Yeah. And then his dad was like, well, if they're so new, how do you know it's real? Like he basically was like, "If they're new. You've never felt them before. So how do you know she's was, the one?
0: It was an excellent question yeah. in, a, in an atmosphere. I mean, in, in a far more concise way, his stepdad made my very long-winded point where it's just like, hey, good for you for feeling for the first time. But like, I wouldn't base the rest of your life on this. Mm-hmm. You know, and his, his stepdad's 100% right. You know, yeah, interestingly he, enough, like Michelle didn't get to hear Nate's family's breakdown of Nate, which you would think would be important information. Just be like, sweet guy. He really likes you. I've never seen him like someone like you before, but Nate isn't as mature as, as you are. You know? Right. Like
1: they even said that. They They said those words. They were like, She's super mature. He's he's not. And it's okay, but but it's definitely not. But I feel like you could tell from those little things, like, you know, this is what I do every day in Austin. This is not a guy. He's like living his best life, it sounds like He, he hasn't gotten to the point of like, I need a wife and I need this, you know, vehicle to help me find the wife. He's Living his best life, right
0: now. He said he paddleboards four times a week. Literally three or four times a week. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, a guy with a, that's a guy with a lot of free time <laughs> on his hands. Like he goes to work, he does his job, and he's like. He sells some stuff and then he paddleboards. going on a paddleboard and he still has plenty of time going out. He has. Nate's life is all about Nate. And that is not a criticism at all. It's just mm-hmm. like where he is in his life work, and yeah. the jump from that life. To be like, hey, I'm going to go on this reality TV show and like, fuck it, let's see what happens. I guess I'll be opened up, falling. And then he meets someone like Michelle is surprised and like t- smitten by her and taken back. And I believe, I don't think Nate's foolish. I believe Nate's feelings for her, but it's just, it would be such, such a giant step for him that w- even Nate's parents agree that he's probably not emotionally ready for. Her. And I yeah. think Michelle is smart enough Uh, to not like give into her ego and be like, I I could change him. I will, you know, cause a lot of people, we've all done that. You know, you meet someone like that and you're like, but no, like, I know like, but like we, what we have is special and I'll be patient and I'll work with him and I'll change him and blah, 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 blah. And I think Michelle is smart enough to not do that to herself.
2: She's a teacher nine to five. She doesn't need to do that at home.
0: Yeah. And I think she's looking for that, that, person interesting enough so, so what she has left is brandon who's like on the younger side that's what
1: i'm saying i feel and then like she has brandon. quiet joe right so that's why brandon feels like the safe choice of like okay but i know he really really loves me you know i feel like i maybe it's my ego but if i had to make a choice i feel like maybe because i'm also like you know Older, it's like I would want to make the choice where I feel like it's safe. You know, I feel like this person really, really loves me. That's you know, safe.
0: I feel like once Michelle has uh an overnight date with Joe, she will bond with him. And I don't mean like once they fall, I mean like But, you know, it is it is a a moment you're really waiting for. And if Joe is this guy who's like camera shy and constantly feeling out of place around cameras and you, you know, I give Joe a lot of credit because you can tell this is not easy for him. And he's really trying to like open up and he's really trying to get comfortable around these cameras. And I like to think it's for Michelle. You know what I'm saying? It's not because like he's like, I fucking hate this. But I think once he gets behind, Yeah, I don't
1: think he's trying to be like and you know, I don't think he's trying to have a podcast after this, you yeah. know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't sus- suspect it's gonna happen. But I, don't, I, don't Although su- I would love no, that podcast.
1: Even, even by his Instagram, like it's one of those Instagrams that you oh, would want. Yeah. You would wanna date that guy. Like if you swiped right on that guy and you checked on his Instagram, it'd be that Instagram. Where you're like, oh, great. He has a photo from like a mountain one day. And he has a photo with his like,
2: like he's just you know. guessing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's it's like, a, I don't and, know.
2: And it's, it's but Michelle very, didn't have social media before she went on the show either. So in that way, maybe they're perfect because you know that they're, like, I they're mean, genuine. I like, yeah. I liked
1: Michelle because of that. So I feel like that gives him extra points of like, that he is there for the right reasons. I'm totally. hoping. Yeah. And again, he's, I think Michelle is so attracted to him at I the mean, end he's of the beautiful. day. Like, like I'm right. like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, we're
2: all yeah. attracted to Joe. We're all,
1: we're all picturing <laughs> our babies with Joe.
2: Like every time he like
0: he, they took that picture, I, w- I was just like, oh, and those photo
1: booths are hard. Those are not like good
0: cameras. No. And he
1: still know, just was like glowed. Unreal. It was unreal that he was coming out even
0: hotter in the photo. And he looks like in those pictures, like he's kind of this quiet, awkward guy where he didn't realize, like you know, the pic it was being taken. So, it's like not even his best face, but he's still like beautiful. Candid? Yeah, he's just like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Well, were you, was I supposed to smile? And he still looks gorgeous in these photos. It's <sighs> wild. But anyway, I do think once Joe and Michelle are alone off camera together, it will feel like they had 20 dates of conversations. And I feel like she will really connect with him. and And whatever doubts that she had about Joe will be solidified in that overnight of like, this is. This is safe. It's easy. I mean, fuck, he's hot. Like, he reminds me of my dad. And yes, he lives in Minneapolis, you know?
1: That's true. She also did say, which, like, we know girls love that shit, especially if you have a, you know, it's a good thing if you have a good dad, right? Which it seems like Michelle is a really good dad. But she said, like, he reminds me of the men in my family. We know how sweet her dad looks and how she has great parents and how she loves him. So that's a good, it's a very,
0: and as much so. as like Michelle says, like she wants um, a guy to um, take charge, and she like I don't I don't know how she said it, so like I'm paraphrasing. So don't coach, p- like, are you talking about what yeah. Jamie? Yeah, early earlier in the season, she's like, I've always been the one who's kind of like coaching, running the show, yeah. and I believe that she. I, I think she will always be fine with being slightly the alpha in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? So I think someone like Joe, who is more quiet and reserved, as long as he in private can like keep up with her and she feels like he has, and like when we interviewed her, she kind of mentioned, uh, I don't know if she talked about Joe specifically, but yeah, like he, he like when he, when he really gets going, like a classic introvert, like just because you're an introvert doesn't mean like you're always quiet or you're always like, reserved. It just takes some warming up and you have to feel comfortable. And when you feel comfortable, your kind of extroverted side can really shine and come out. And I think as long as Michelle has that from a guy, she'll be totally fine running the show and being kind of like the, the shining star a little bit in the relationship as opposed to like with Brandon, it's really nice to like have a guy shower you or a girl shower with love and feel like this person loves me. And it's even better on The Bachelorette because Brandon makes Michelle's job so much easier every time they hang out. Like mm-hmm. she can literally just be like, I'm just going to sit here and let this guy love on me. Right. And and in that world when you're, she's emotionally tired, she's physically tired, like Brandon is such a like, just a nice to have in Bachelor world. And I, I think she respects the fuck out of Brandon And I think she thinks she's amazing. I think she recognized that she'd be lucky to have him, but like, she's not, I don't think she's like there with him.
1: Wow. You've really convinced people with your opinions, Nick, by the end of this episode. Now I'm like believing you that she picks Joe.
0: I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it.
1: I
2: will say like, I don't, I think the,
1: the hurdle with Nate
2: is going to be the fact that he's never been in love. He's not ready for an engagement. Like in no way do I think, he's going to be her final pick. But I noted when they were doing the, like, paddleboarding...
0: She said she's nervous around him?
2: No, it wasn't even that. It was more so, like, when she got on his paddleboard and he was paddleboarding, he was like, I know what I'm doing. She was like, no, you don't. And then she was like, you have a nice body. Like, the way she was talking to him was even, like, a different tone and a different cadence than how she talks to the other two. And it Mm. made me think, like, oh, with the other two, it feels like Michelle is in control. Michelle is, as you say, like... The coach. She knows what she's doing. She's very mature. And in that way, I think the reason she's kept Nate around this long and even kept him after the family said he's not ready for an engagement is because I think it's a bit different with him. She is a bit nervous. She's she's not completely in control because she doesn't know exactly where he's coming from. And I think that's maybe exciting
0: to her. I totally agree. And she did say in that day, which I thought was interesting, I'm nervous around you. Mm I just think when it comes to Bachelor World, you always go back to your roots when you're forced to make a decision in less than a few weeks about who you might spend the rest of your time with. It is not the time to take a flyer on like your personal choices. And I do think Nate is the guy who does make her excited that she is like she feels a different way with him. It's all very exciting. But I just don't think, especially with this information, she just knows it's not the right choice for her. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a world where she would have had a lot of fun with Nate and some great sex and a good time. But like, she can do all that with, with Joe <laughs> and if, be fine.
3: If each of you were Michelle, who would you pick for yourself? Joe. Joe? Joe. What about you, Amanda?
1: I, I think I said, okay, so I I think I would pick Brandon because I feel like he's, he would give me the feeling That you know, no matter what, like he's obsessed with me. But maybe that's an issue I need to like you know figure out for myself.
0: Well, that's your. I
1: I like people who really like
0: me. You know, your love language is both of you are like yes words Mm -hmm. of affirmation. No, it makes sense. I mean, like (laughs) some people. That's I think that's totally fine. I mean, to a certain degree,
1: but I think that's to a certain degree. But I feel like if she, if she. I feel like Joe is more of a of a of a risk because like he's into her, but like can she know for sure that he's like so so into her? Can he break her heart? Yes. Brandon just seems like he's there and he's you know so maybe I would pick Brandon just um, because of that. But I but I do think that her and Joe make a lot of sense on a lot of different levels. But Nate is a for sure. He's out. He's out
3: of the race. I think I agree. Is there, and I don't think Michelle would necessarily make this choice, but I'm curious if you think this logic holds up. Do you think there's ever a thought with the lead of like, I'm on this TV show. Like, yeah, I kind of want the person who's like flashy and six foot six and super hot and like so goddamn charismatic. Do you think there's ever being in that position, more of an inclination to believe the fairy tale with people or to believe someone who seems like a
0: high risk, high reward? I think... I think you go back to your roots. I think at the end of the day, when you're forced to make a potential long-term decision in an unreasonable amount of short time, you go with what you go with. Like I, like Josh Murray was Andy's type. I was not, you know, Sean was Caitlin's type. I necessarily was not. Vanessa was very much my type. You just, you end up going, if your type Mm. is there, and and as long as they kind of check the boxes and don't show any like obvious red flags and even if they are a couple you're kind of like eh, but maybe they're yellow you just you just you're gonna go with what you know you know it's yeah. just not the time to be like you know what fuck it i'm gonna take a flyer and in a perfect world, that <laughs> might be the smart thing to do and it might be the right thing to do but like i just think we when we're really pressed in a very pressured situation to make a very important decision, you're just like, ah oh, fuck. I just, I'm just just I'm just gonna go with what I know here. And I just don't know if it's the time to really go. Let's get nuts.
2: Do we feel you like know? Nate is in that way, like almost the Tyler Cameron of Hannah Brown season? Like the hot one that you know you probably won't end up with, but like yeah. sure is fun to yeah, keep I, him on
0: board. I, I think <laughs> Hannah Brown is a perfect example. I think she I think Hannah never felt safe enough with Tyler. I felt like I I think my guess is Hannah's intuition felt like this guy's not that into me. Mm -hmm. Like whether it was true or not, she didn't totally buy it. And I honestly don't think Tyler was ever that into Hannah, Hannah. And, and Jed like reminded her of home and, and she connected with him. And, and it was like, you know, Jed was like the one B to her Luke Parker, who was very much like Luke Parker was the guy she imagined being with who, you know, like that's who she was going to pick unless he didn't like really fuck up. You know, and and Tyler was a guy who was like, I, I've, this is hot and this is surreal and I can't believe, oh my God, this is great, but like, this isn't gonna, there's no way, you know, and I felt like she put, she went to, she, she picked what she knew, she picked what she was comfortable with, she picked her type, you know. Despite you know everyone else being like, wait, well you could get engaged with this model, like it's beautiful, <laughs> like what are you doing? you like what? And I think that's why Hannah did what she did because, and it makes a lot of sense. It's human nature to be like, wow, oh, oh. like Jed, like I can see myself a Jed. You know, it works. He's hot. He plays the guitar, so fuck it. You know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good. I never thought about it that way, but it's it's very true. I mean, she could have picked Pete too. But, but I guess Jed reminded her more of home. I mean, she didn't even have sex with Tyler. So she was really restraining herself.
0: I, I, I think, uh, I, I think Tyler wasn't having sex with Hannah.
1: Oh, you think he, he was the one that didn't want to do it?
0: I think Tyler was always down to do whatever he thought would come across as the nicest and most respectful. And I think Hannah had a lot of sexual tension and chemistry with Peter. Peter fucks, as we know. (laughs) (laughs) So they had sex. And I think she kind of suspected she was going to pick Jed. And she probably really wanted to. And Tyler was never like, Tyler didn't go into that fantasy suite being like, I got to lock this down. You know, like I don't think Tyler made any moves. I thought, I'm guessing he was a very respectful kind of king in the fantasy suite because he didn't want to like, like, like if she wants to have sex with me, like I'll I'll do it. But I think Hannah also, like being very Christian and she th- you know, like her struggle with like sex and like why well, fuck Pete and like I wanna pick Jed. Like I do I'm not the I'm not the girl who's gonna have sex with everybody, you know, like and so like and I think if I think if Tyler was like came out of the closet doing like Tyler Cameron, I think they definitely would have hooked up. But I think Tyler was just like gonna sit this one out unless Unless Hannah was like, I want to fuck
2: Tyler, like made a little bed on the floor and was like, good night. Yeah, Ty- <laughs> Tyler
0: would have slept on the floor if, he, if that's what Hannah wanted to. Like, I, oh my I think Tyler like was like always playing with house money and was just like, I'm just going to like, who was, knew
1: he was so smart. I mean, he, he's fucking smart. He's fucking smart. But Pete fucks is going to stay with me. Like Pete fucks <laughs> is just so good. We know Pete fucks.
0: He never that's so good. He never turns down sex. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's turned down some sex, but like we're not slut shaming. <laughs> he's down. And that's totally fine. I I I like Pete. I've always I've always when every time i the few times i he's he's a nice guy. He always he's got I think he's got a good heart. At the end of the day, he is kind to people. Do you think he's self aware?
3: Because yeah. it sounds like he might be I
0: I don't think he to the point in which he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I I just think in in a a charming way, like he is less, you know, he's less neurotic or worried about what everyone thinks. He's just like, oh man, I have a good life. Judge all you want. Maybe I've, I've, like my dad was a pilot. All I've ever wanted to do is be a pilot. Now I'm a pilot. I got to be on a reality TV show. I'm tall. I'm reasonably good looking. What do I have to complain about? And I think that's how Pete Weber approaches life. And honestly, like how can you fault him for that?
3: No. True. It's a good approach.
0: You know, He like probably recognizes his privilege. He's just like, "Fuck it! Like I'm gonna shut the fuck up and be happy."
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that he has like you know his own thing going. We just don't know how you know what he has done to these girls. Like if he you know played their hearts a lot, if because we know there was like some juggling going on. So if that wasn't too shady then yes live your life i don't
0: know uh, how that all went i didn't follow it my experience with batronation nation people is that the men and the women are just as shady and (laughs) is is, they're both fucking shady it it is not like bachelor nation is full of fuck boys and fuck girls i feel like it's people
3: constantly trying to like calculate what their options are and get the best one
0: and there's a lot of like Yes, there is the element of the social media and, and, and hype and brand. And it just is what it is. And so I just don't think anyone's a saint. They have all made decisions. And I, yeah, it's like, yeah, I just don't think anyone can like get on some sort of soapbox and and play the like, I got screwed over card. Like, and I was, a, I was just... <sighs> I just fell in love, you know, like I just don't anyone could be like, I was just here to love. And I just. What I about just, Brandon? I was just about to say <laughs> other than Brandon, maybe like I just <laughs> I don't and you to know laugh. what and you know what, Rodney, yeah. I mean, he seemed very real also. Sure. And they all do. But I guess I, I would extend that criticism to anyone and I don't fault them for doing it. Shit. I did it. If you're going on Paradise, if you continue your reality TV career. You don't. You 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 aren't here just for love. You just aren't. It's you know, like I actually I <laughs> I, I I went to Chicago and talked with grocery store Joe and and we were had a, and Joe's a great guy and he even said to me he's just like included himself in the conversation. He's like you just can't forget convince me that anyone who goes on the show doesn't have a little bit of a narcissistic trait to them. Yeah. You know, like there's a little. Of course, you know, like or like a bit of hubris to be like
3: yeah. uh, this environment notorious for manipulation, notorious for drama that I can go in and my integrity and good qualities will shine through. Yeah. and I will exit
0: not worse. Than and I that's what run. I love about Joe is that he is self-aware and he's not pious and righteous. And he's doesn't Joe doesn't believe his own bullshit. Joe doesn't believe his hype. Joe, Joe doesn't walk around with Joe's a well aware of how amazing his edit yeah. is and he Joe's, got even
1: a better deal than tyler c maybe you know because he was the night one yeah Tyler C. at least he had to he had to do the whole thing N- joe was a night one no more grocery store for him yes podcast you know what maybe uh, the other joe also i mean I, we didn't think this joe would have a podcast did we yeah,
0: that's true but joe was like joe grocery store was like asked to do it by like the it's the bachelor nation podcast and he and and he said yes to it and like I and I think it's great. And Joe like Joe's also selling T-shirts and he's doing things. I, I think Joe's great, but like, and he he just he is self-aware enough to know. And, and I think there's a lot of people in this world believe their bullshit. Like all if they if they get amazing hype, they're just like, yeah, I did all that. Yeah. You know, I I did all that. Like all the positive things they get from the show, that was them. All the criticism, it was the edit, it was the producers, mm. and. Joe is self-aware enough to know that he, he owes a lot of people some thank thank yous and he, he brings a lot to the table cause he is a great yeah. guy, but he he's aware that like they showed all, none <laughs> of his warts and you know, all of his like great, great stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is funny though. I think Jared Fried, he's a comedian does like bachelor stuff was on my podcast talking about grocery surgery, like screaming, I was peeing my pants because when he put it the way he did, because on on Bachelor in Paradise, I was like, I love grocery store Joe, and he just was like, grocery store. <laughs> so just like he sits there and is like, yeah, 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 or whatever he says in his like little cute accent, and it just works. And he got the best. Like he's so loved, and I mean, he didn't do that much for it, right? And and if he's self aware about that, then that's that's great. No, he um, is,
0: and, and it really it really makes me like like. You know, <laughs> I think we've covered it all. Uh, I guess like just you. you, Okay. So you're going to stick with Brandon.
1: I I mean, you know what? Yeah. To be
0: different. Who goes home next? Who goes home next? Nate?
1: I think, I think though I could see a world in which, like you were saying, she wants to keep like the two really, you know, Nate is so hot and he's so tall and impressive that maybe she wants to keep him. um, But but Joe, for sure, finalists. And then I think it's between Nate, hot, risky. She knows she's not going to take him. And Brandon, maybe she's less feeling him, but super safe.
0: We'll see. Any... Is it-
3: yeah, I could see her if she... I think the second she knows it's not Brandon, she's going to send him home out of kindness to him. Yeah. So I could really see it being mm. a Joe-Nate finale, but I could also see <sighs> Joe-Brandon. I Joe. think
0: Bre- going to these fantasy suites, like... Brandon will be laser focused.
1: (laughs) Brandon will be like teeth brushed, you know. Oh my god. Like fucking tongue, tongue brushed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he he will be respectful. But if there is if there is a crack to drive through, like he he is going hard to the paint if the paint is open.
3: He's coming prepared, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So many condoms. Condoms everywhere. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um well. Amanda, thank you so much for, for recapping for this episode. Uh, please let my audience know where they can consume more of your content.
1: Uh, not skinny, but not fat uh, is my Instagram handle and my podcast name. And thank you for having me. It was a fun episode. Fun to chat with you guys. Uh,
0: well, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for listening guys. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com. Cast with a K with our asked for our Ask Nick episodes. Uh be sure to tune in and check out our episode with the wonderful and fascinating Charlie Jordan. You won't want to miss that, and if there's nothing else, we will see you like I don't know now, keep listening keep Probably. listening. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>